Hey guys, welcome to the Alternative Movement Podcast, where we talk about everything adaptive training. My name's Craig, your host, and today we are joined by Ali Golchin. Ali, how are you doing, buddy? Hello, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Very good, man. Thanks for jumping on today. No, no worries. Always, um, always glad to be on and talk about this sort of thing. So, um, Amazing, yeah. man. It's, uh, it's quite a nice day for it as well, as you can probably see. For those that are listening, um, I'm well wrapped up. It is freezing today. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a wimp, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cold. I've got like, no, three no, jackets it, on. It, it is pretty nippy, so... Yeah, I've just been out. I've just been out with the dogs and the heating's not on, so that's probably why I'm just making excuses now. Just yeah, um, cool, buddy. Yeah, so um, what I like to do with any guest that comes on this show, I like to get you to introduce yourself. Um, obviously, Ali, that's your name, but let's uh, let's find out a little bit more about you, Ali, shall we? All right. Um, so yeah, my my name is Ali. Um, I'm 24 years of age. Um, I was born three months prematurely. Um. And as a result, I was um, diagnosed with uh, uh, cerebral palsy. Um, and so the, the type of cerebral palsy that I have is um, uh, diplegia. So it, mm-hmm. it basically means that my my lower body is, is more affected um, than my upper body. Um, and yeah, I just, I just basically, I've been into martial arts since I was a kid. Um, and East Asian culture, in fact. Um, I'm also studying Japanese as well. Um, oh, well. Fun fact. Um, I know I know a few words. I can count to one to ten in Japanese. That's about it. Oh, okay. That, that's more than most people. So itch, itch, ni, well. sanshi, go, rocket, chachikuja. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, so I um, I do jiu-jitsu and I, and I weight train. Um mm-hmm. And the reason why I picked up jiu-jitsu is because, like, I'm, I'm a very competitive guy and I, and I realized that I have the opportunity to compete because people like me have competed um, against able-bodied people as well. So it kind of um, puts us on equal footing, I suppose, mm. uh, in a sense, which which I really like because that's, that's um, like, p- part of the drive that I have is to show people that we can do things um just as good if not better than anybody else it doesn't mm. doesn't matter about your your circumstances it, um your mentality is the most important thing um, in my book um so yeah that that's why i train and why i do what i do basically I completely agree with you, man. And and to be honest, I've never really sat down and thought because uh, I've done a bit of martial arts myself in the past. I've never really done like BJJ or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or Jiu-Jitsu or anything like that. So, but thinking about it, like that's that's quite a fair point. Like putting someone like yourself with CP um, on an equal playing field because obviously it's a lot of groundwork. So you're not too reliant on standing up or that footwork sort of stuff as well. Especially as you said, like affecting lower half. So yeah, definitely. How, how have you found that sort of grappling with like an able-bodied person? um well i'll tell you what like they um because because i'm quite strong and and obviously when i first entered the dojo um like nobody knew what to expect um apart from maybe our our sensei um who started following my page on instagram so he kind of knew how strong i was um Mm -hmm. and then Whenever I went to spot, because um, we do a lot of sparring and it's like pretty full on. Um, mm-hmm. at, at first, people didn't know what to expect. 
and then as soon as I, I started gripping them and and um, and going for it, you just realized like the shock on their face, <laughs> and then it, it was like kind of a look of desperation, as if to say, "Oh crap, I have to take this seriously." <laughs> I've oh, underestimated I, him. Damn yeah, it! Yeah. Big mistake. Like, yeah, yeah. But but now now everyone just goes ham. Like there's no. Yeah. There's no like no they, holding they, back. They know what to expect now. Um <laughs> so yeah, but nice. No, so so is that great. is that where you got your uh, your nickname from? Because obviously I follow you on Instagram as well. So uh, um yeah, that, that is that is where I got um my nickname. Um yeah, my uh, my sensei and, and some of the students. Um because I was sparring with my sensei and um at one point he said, mate. Like you've got a death grip, and and then it kind of just stuck after that. Um, <laughs> Ali, Ali, the death grip goldchin. Yeah, yeah. It's got a ring to it, man. It's got a ring to it. I can see that up in lights in Vegas. So yeah, no, I'm pretty, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty happy with that. It's a cool nickname, man. I, I had some nicknames in school, and I probably won't want to repeat them on here, but it wasn't great. It definitely wasn't as cool as that one. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, another nickname I've got is Ali G. Everyone calls me that. <laughs> I think that's the go-to one in it, isn't it? If you've got yeah, your yeah, first yeah. names, Ali. <laughs> um, so how did you find it when you first sort of went into the um, the dojo and went into the gym? Like in regards to the coaches, was you was was they sort of hesitant initially to uh, have you come in and training or was they quite um, open to sort of working with someone like yourself? Um, I want to give a big shout out to... So my academy is called Pure Jiu-Jitsu. Um, mm -hmm. um, it's in... Um, Acton uh, in London mm -hmm. um, and um, uh, the guy that runs it his um, Instagram is called um, his Instagram handle is Aria BJJ um, and how, how, how do you spell that mate sorry so so it's A-R-Y-A uh, -A, yeah and then BJJ oh, I'll check that out um, as well make sure to put it in the bio um, so before, uh, I wanted to start uh, BJJ pre-COVID, uh, actually, mm -hmm. but then obviously COVID hit and um, and it kind of just stopped everything, as everybody yeah. knows. Mass um, massive spanner in the works for everyone, yeah. especially someone like yourself, because you said you're 24. So, geez, man, you're, you've missed out on quite a vital point <laughs> yeah, the past yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I, I spent, like, the whole lockdown, I spent... I trained three times a week without fail. So I, I actually I actually came out of the lockdown stronger than I was before the lockdown. So I, I got I got something out of it, that's for sure. Mm. Um but yeah, like um so I was just on Instagram um and I kind of I think me and Aria, um, who is also like an older brother to me. By the way, I've, I've got a lot of time and a lot of respect for him. And, and like, we're very similar in terms of personality. But um, I think we were following similar sort of people. And mm -hmm. I just kind of ran across his profile. And I thought, oh, let me let me get in touch with him. So we started talking because he, he's got the same background as me. Like, he's, he's also got um, Persian heritage as well. Um, and then... Uh, after a few weeks, he was like, oh, I'll come down to the academy. Like, we'll, we'll have a chat um, and talk about it. And then I, I went with my, I went down there with my mum. 
and straight away like normally when I meet new people I'm, I'm like really nervous but with him I just felt really calm it's like I'd known him for years and and he just told me two things he was like um I've got no problem training you um because I can tell that you want to take this seriously and and that's the most important thing for me when I take on students mm-hmm. is is that I know that they, they're not just coming here to to mess around they, they want to train and and they want to learn but he, he told me two things <laughs> I have no clue how to train you <laughs> that, that's the first thing he said but the second thing he said was that um I'm gonna do my best and try my best um um to help you and and train you I love um, that man so he wasn't he wasn't hesitant at all um which is which is uh, that's why i have a lot of respect for him because as you said like a lot of people would be um quite apprehensive but but it wasn't like that at all and and the thing is that the bjj environment is the camaraderie that you have is absolutely amazing um like every everyone's supporting you, encouraging you. Like when you when you get onto the mats, your circumstances become meaningless. All of that is forgotten. Like when you come onto the mats, you're there to learn and and grow, and and everyone supports you um, towards that because uh, everyone's jujitsu journey is different, um, and and that's that's the beauty of it. Um, I think so. Yeah, um, I've loved it since day one. Um, obviously, Aria, like he's great, um, and um, I love working with him. And I and I can tell that he he's super invested and that he wants me to to really improve and do well. Like he's always thinking about um, certain holds or, or submissions that we can like modify or whatever so it's great i'm i'm kind of developing my own style of of uh, jujitsu which is which is um oh wow you're, gonna, you're a pioneer man you're a pioneer yeah yeah <laughs> that's really cool um so like i mean it's, it's always great when you come across people like that now there is people like that out there willing to learn and willing to adapt their programs or their way they train or the way they train people um but that was one of my sort of uh my sort of catalyst for some of the stuff I do. And it was that not necessarily people's reluctance to train other people, but but potentially lacking the knowledge or the the confidence in yourself to take on a different task or a different challenge. And I felt like I wanted to really sort of educate people in how to do so because there's no right or wrong way to do it, but there's a safe way to do it, if that makes sense. So yeah. it's uh, and it's about being adaptable. And like as I said to you, um, I can't remember if I said it before we started recording, but it's like every single person is going to be slightly different. So it's not the case of like, oh, I've trained someone with cerebral palsy. I know how to train everyone with cerebral palsy. It's yeah, like yeah. I know how to train someone with cerebral palsy. Right, I've got an idea of the next person, but they're going to be different as well. So it's all about being able to adapt that program and likewise with any other like spinal injuries and all these other things like you could have someone that's got the complete same circumstances but has to be approached in a completely different way so whenever I sort of hear about someone else that's doing that like fair play fair play to them like they've they've obviously they they want to take the time and they're very passionate about their job because it's very much easy to go nah sorry man we don't we don't uh, accommodate 
for yourself here, which I have had in the past. Like I've um, some of my clients have come on to me, like have have, um, have told me of stories where they've gone to join a club. I won't name any clubs, but gone to join clubs and um, and they've said no, we don't accept um, people with disabilities here, or um, it's like we have we we can't facilitate that. Um, which you know, it's I don't, I don't know whether it's down to not wanting to put themselves out or they're concerned that they're going to hurt someone. I'm not too sure what that is, but um, I feel like that needs to be sort of changed. And I think like someone like yourself, especially with what you're doing with your Instagram page as well, is like you're trying to show people that you can train. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna turn into dust. <laughs> like if yeah, you pick up yeah, a weight yeah. or something like that. Like even even in sparring, like I've. I've been putting arm bars like um <laughs> in all sorts of submissions like and and I'm not and and that's one of the things about um um disabilities is that that I try to tell people is that just just because you've got disability doesn't mean you're you're fragile like that that is not the case and I and I mm. don't I don't know why people especially when you look at like Paralympians, I don't know why people have that view. It's like really weird to me. Um, mm. Cause you, you wouldn't call Paralympians fragile. So what, what just because no. we're not Paralympians, why would you it's, call us fragile? Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the awareness behind it. And I think uh, it's, it's, it's changing now. I think it's because so the Paralympics is becoming very, very much a bigger thing. And if, if you like sort of turn our attention to CrossFit as well, um, I don't know if you follow CrossFit too much, but the adaptive games within CrossFit is is it's up and coming. Like it's, uh, I'd, get, I'd love to give that a go. I'd listen, man, like I've, go. I've got I've got aspirations of uh, bringing some people to the CrossFit games for the adaptive category. So, listen, dude, if that's something you're interested in, so I don't know, um, I've, it's sort of like early stages at the moment, but there's a CrossFit gym opening, um, literally around the corner from me in Grays, and uh, I'm going to be running all movement from there. So. I'm going to be running my adaptive classes and with the anticipate with the uh, sort of the idea of getting someone to the game. So, dude, you'll have to come and train down there sometime. Yeah, no, I would, I would love to come down. I would love because you're, 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 you're only based in London, aren't you? Yeah, London. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Let, let's set it up. Let's set it up. It's open in in January. So, listen, man. If you're if you're about in January at all, feel free. Like, let's set a date. Come down. Come and train. Come and join in one of my lifting sessions. So, I run a weightlifting a wheelchair weightlifting club as well. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen. That, I've yeah, seen so that. that's yeah. So it's, at the moment we're doing it from a village hall, which uh, it's it's not ideal, but um, it's it's a starting point. And uh, yeah, now yeah. the gym's going to be open in January. It's going to be run from a uh, CrossFit gym. So CrossFit Olympic weightlifting, mate. It's going to be absolutely epic. I can't wait. Yeah, can't wicked, wait dude. I'm like me and my PT are always looking to to do different things. So like we'll, we'll be more than happy to come down and- Man, you're invited train. to come along to one of the sessions. Come and meet some of us. Come and meet yeah, some yeah. of the people down there. Absolutely. We'll, we'll arrange that. We'll arrange a date for that at the end, but um, we'll get we'll get onto that at some point. Yeah. Um, cool. So how did you find other members as well? Like obviously coming into the gym, right? So you've met the coach. The coach is like, dude, like, I don't know how to train you, but I'm going to figure this out. Let's do this. Um, how was your sort of first day there? And how did you find sort of the other members and the other people participating in the classes? Uh, behave towards you um i think um everyone everyone's really nice um mm -hmm. let, let me just get that out of the way first all, all the all the guys and girls that train there are like um great people and that, and that's part uh, part of what makes it um such a great environment to train in um and as i said like when you get onto the mats like you're 
your circumstances don't matter. Like whether you're disabled, able-bodied, you've had a shit day, you've had a you've had a good day. Like none of that matters when when you go into the dojo, which is great. Um, but the the one thing I would say is that um, a lot of people, because it's their first experience of training with someone with a with a disability, um, mm. like they've and a lot of um, a lot of them they they'd seen people uh, with disabilities gr- grapple, but they'd never s- trained with someone like directly. If that if that made sense, um, yeah. So I'd I'd say that they were like a bit apprehensive. Like when it came to sparring, I could tell that they were holding back. Mm. But then, but then the way that I looked at it is like in in a sense, um, I've got a chance to change their perception of of because that's that's one of my big goals with my page is to create a more positive perception of people with disabilities. So I, I said to myself, oh, I can, I can change their perception before they've even got a chance to create one, if they have created one. So my, my objective was to always go, go for it, like mm. give a hundred percent. And then um, you could tell that um, slowly, like they, like now, now they, they don't hold back anymore um, because they, they know that uh, if they do hold back, uh, they're going to get put to sleep. So, I mean, <laughs> but a death grip. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but again, like, um, a, a big shout out to my coach again, because um, every time he could tell that people were holding back because he, he never held back with me from the start, which mm. which is another reason why why um why I like him so much because he, he told me like look you're not gonna learn anything if if I hold back what what's the point like especially if you want to compete like when you compete they're not gonna hold back so why why would I um, absolutely not absolutely um, not. and um, and every time somebody holds back or he realizes that. Um, somebody's holding back he he really tells them off he's like he's basically like what the hell are you doing like go hit him hit him (laughs) yeah go to tap him out like don't don't uh, like don't hold back why are you holding back like there's no point so i think that's i think i think that's what you want as well you don't want to be like feeling like everyone's making special allowances for you and you just want to feel part of the part of the gang like don't don't treat me any differently like Yes, yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. adapt some stuff, but for, for the most part, just treat me like a normal guy because I am a normal guy. Yeah, yeah, of course, man, of course, and 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 um, like um, yeah, that that's um, that's the beauty of jujitsu, man. That's why I I love it so much. And we, we've got this saying in in jujitsu that jujitsu is for everyone. Um, mm. and now having joined the dojo and and been a part of it for six months six months or so like um i really believe that and um i, I want to encourage more people like me to to pick it up because it's, it's helped me within my day-to-day life as well like my flexibility has gone up my my balance has improved um obviously along along with the training that i do with my pt um and i also um have physiotherapy sessions uh, once a week uh, with a guy called um, Back to Basics Therapy. 
Mm-hmm. And he's a wizard, man. Like this, this dude is an absolute genius. Um, so um, yeah, like, uh, like with my knees, I'll, I'll tell you something. With with my knees, because my my knees are like stuck in a certain position. So if I try and straighten my knees, they only straighten to a certain point, mm-hmm. and then they don't straighten afterwards. Is that due to uh, like tightness within the hamstrings? Because that's quite a co- quite common with uh, yeah people tight, with tightness within the hamstrings, and um, I think I've got a, um, slight contractures as well within my knees. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but he and no one's been able to straighten them any further. But he did some stuff, and um, and uh, the range at which you can straighten has like really improved. So uh, wow. Yeah, big big shout out to <laughs> to Paul as well. Um, That's amazing. And but yeah, I've I've kind of got a team around me now. So I've I've got my PT, I've got my uh, jujitsu coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also work with a sports nutritionist. Um, okay. Because I like I love keeping um, in good shape. Dude, you're basically like, living like an athlete, man. This is what I need. I need a therapist on. On hand, I need a PT as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I love it, man. And and the thing is, people ask me like, like, why do you train? Do you train to become more more able bodied? And and I and I put and I put a post up recently. I said, like, at the core of it, I train because because I enjoy it. Like, I do these things because I love to do them. Um, but the 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 kind of improvements that I get as a consequence of that, that that's just a bonus to me. Mm. Like the the enjoyment is the, is is um the most important thing because when I was younger, like um I used to kind of um, try and get out of doing my physio and and all of this like because. And as I grew older, I kind of realized it, it was because I just found it like really boring. It wasn't it wasn't engaging enough. And and I think if you don't enjoy it, even if especially when you're young, even if people tell you oh, like you're going to improve. But if your heart's not in it, like you're not you're not really going to listen to that. So I think mm. I think enjoyment is the most important thing, because if you enjoy it, you're going to you're going to give your all and, and then you're going to be more productive and the results mm. that you get from, from that are going to show. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's making, making the training sort of uh, applying the training to the individual now. Like obviously if you're going to a physio and you're just doing like, okay, we're doing this stretch, we're doing this stretch, we're doing this stretch, we're doing this exercise. It's like, there's nothing that you can really relate to. Whereas like with BJJ, you're doing a lot of flexibility but it's to get better at fighting. So it's got a purpose, you know what I mean? And it's creating yeah. a purpose for the individual. Um, I do similar things with um, some of the guys I train with and uh, it, it depends on who the individual is. So for example, if I train with someone that's maybe got autism, um, I would uh, frame the training slightly different. So for example, I've got one lad that loves football. Um, so the way we do it is we are doing elite football training the same as the England team would. So, Oh my god! Instantly, this guy is like, I'm on the, I'm on this. Like, I want to, I want to play like my favourite footballer. So I'm gonna do this training. Whereas if I was to say we're doing twenty squats to 
to improve your leg strength like that's it's not making it relatable to the individual yeah yeah you're kind of really giving him a purpose yeah that's it and that's creating that purpose and uh unless we can see the bigger picture which is sometimes hard for a lot of people let alone if you uh, live with like a uh a, a mental a mental disability um like you need to frame it differently and by framing it differently it just it just makes everything else more fun more pliable and enjoyable um as i say purpose giving it purpose yeah man i, I completely agree with that um it's 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 the most important thing uh, because because what um do you know what it does it, it because at the end of the day like the drive the drive to change um has to come from you so, so and even if you're having like external factors that are, are pushing you that without that internal drive that can only take you so far so what what you're doing when when you create that purpose you kind of create that internal drive as well and and what and once you and once you create that internal drive like that's that's the spark then then the external the external kind of factors actually help and it and it all it, it's mm. kind of like a domino effect like um or at least that's the way i see it oh absolutely absolutely Ex- exercise like it's just on surface level yes it's going to the gym three four times a week like but as you said the implications this has had on your life like in a positive way like just through training like oh my god i can walk up the stairs easier oh my god i can make a cup of coffee and like i don't struggle or with balance or anything like that so yeah it's, it's not just like okay a case of getting stronger it's improving your quality of life and especially if you have um like if you have a disability that requires you to have someone to like care for you or look after you it's just improving their quality of life as well like even like for some of my clients their parents like it's changed their lives because their their son or their daughter's become more able to to do day-to-day stuff like real basic things but for them it's just completely changed things for them yeah no that's the same like that's that's my ultimate goal as well is to um be able to i want to be able to live completely independently because uh i've got i i've actually got ambitions to move to japan um awesome so, man. so yeah i, I want to be able what, to what? live completely independently where, where, where in japan are you thinking of moving to um we're going to knock an hour. We're like, going to learn traditional I'm, karate. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to go to Okinawa. Uh, it's definitely on my bucket list. But in terms of where I'd live, I'd, I'd, I'd probably say like um, uh, Osaka, probably. Um, uh, just because I'm a big foodie and, and the food's great. Like, um, oh, it's nothing to do with training. You just want to go and get some good food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the training... Like there's always good trainers out there, so I, I I don't think I don't think uh finding trainers will be would be a a massive problem. I I also did a kendo for a year, funnily enough. Uh, oh, cool! In my second year of university, um, I did kendo, um, and that that was that was a lot of fun as well. But yeah, I've done a lot of martial arts over the years, but but BJJ is hands down the one that I um. I've enjoyed the most, that's for mm. sure. And and with BJJ, you have to because um, it's a very technical martial art. Like it's a, uh, as my coach always says, it's a, it's a long game, man. 
It's a long game. You you got to be in it for the long haul. It's it's yeah. It's a lot of problem solving, isn't it? Um, I say I've yeah. not really done a lot of grapple work. Like I've, I um, when I was younger, I used to do a gojuru, so um, traditional karate, but I never really done any sort of like BJJ or anything like that. But um, you know, I, I, I follow a lot of guys. I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan as well, and he has a lot of fighters on. Oh there. yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> so I'm always listening to them, and, it, and it's sort of like uh, it is. You know, you're solving a puzzle, and it's all about like working your way around that other person and expel uh, expending as little energy as possible until that last minute where you need to make that that that, that decision that change that position change so yes yeah, a lot of technical stuff going on and it's, it's quite hard if you've got another man like squeezing you hard and you're trying to figure yeah, out how no, to, yeah, no, how to get is, around so fair play to you man fair play to you absolutely so um yeah so with yourself uh, you're you're in full-time employment as well you've worked full-time um i'm so at the moment um i'm i'm actually working uh part-time um okay which is which is really handy for me actually because especially with a training (laughs) it allows me to fit like all my training in um yeah um but yeah i'm a social media and marketing assistant for a charity called uh the rugby portobello trust cool um and we work in like um, youth and community projects. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we do is that because the, the so I live in um, the borough of Kensington and Chelsea in uh, West London, mm-hmm. um, and the divide between the rich and poor is quite um, big within this borough. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what we do is that we work with um, like young people. Um, like we have a school for excluded children at the charity. Um, there's like a football academy. Um, there's a gym. There's a music studio. Um, so we aim to give young people a place where they belong and they mm. can um, and that uh, where they can do like um, uh, many different activities so that they they kind of don't go down. Um, a path that's that's, uh, (laughs) detrimental Um, and um, and I I love the work that we do because I I even said in my interview um, when I was interviewed for the job I said um, like I love to see um, I love to see kind of uh, like um, positivity or, or somebody um, kind of really turning it around because even for me when, when I was like in my early teenagers I, I went through like um, anxiety depression and, and, and all that um, mm-hmm. so so for me like when, when I see someone when I see like um, a positive impact it, that um, that's what I love to see man um, mm. so I, I love the work that, that they're doing because um, it only takes one moment to to drastically um, turn your life around. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, that's why I love the work that we do. And um, everyone at work is great, very nice people, um, great environment to work in. And um, and they encourage me as well, which is which is brilliant. Like they love the fact that I'm, I'm training, my, my boss actually follows my fitness page as well. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, um, it's great. It's great. Oh, that's amazing, man. That that sounds like awesome work. And I think uh I think that's the thing though, with with the work you're doing as well, helping these guys, it's like 
not necessarily that they're naughty kids because I, I, I can resonate with some of these these kids I'm sure like in school I didn't do very well um I was probably a little bit disruptive you know I tended to avoid class if I could I'd go and like hide over the field or something or you know I'd bunk off or I spent a lot of time in inclusion but I just had a lot of energy I had a lot of energy um I wasn't bad I wasn't a bad kid that's not what I'm saying but I had a lot of energy and uh it wasn't being directed and I wasn't someone that could sit there and study I found it really hard to read be academic and uh, I got very frustrated and I think if I if I knew that I was going to be in a career like this, like it would have been better because I could have channeled that energy into something that was going to be like activity, like activity yeah. based. Um, I, I, I've never been a big fan of sports in regards to like football and stuff. So and then my school was pretty much like PE was just football, like going play over football over the field sort of thing. It was yeah, never never any fitness activities until actually one time we did we done a circuit and uh, I remember coming away after doing like a little circuit workout, it's like shoulder press and press ups and squats and stuff. But yeah. I remember coming away, I was like. Man, I love that. That was sick. Like, I want to go and do that again. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, and then the next day is our football again. So I lost interest really quickly. I think, do you know what? It's interesting you bring that up because I think, I think the trouble when you're in school is that um, if, if you're kind of uh, disruptive or, or whatever, you're kind of labelled as that. And, and kid, like, yeah. And like, when when you're young if somebody labels you as that you're just kind of gonna go with it and yeah what, dude yeah that stuck and, in my head for a long and, time and like that that's what creates the problem like mm. but as soon as somebody shows you a different way and and don't get me wrong like with with some kids it, it will take some working but as as soon as as soon as somebody shows you a different way or, or kind of um, dissociates you from that label, then then like you can turn it around and mm. and it's been shown. But but the way they um, kind of label you um, in school is something that I've never agreed with. I mean I mean I, I even I even experienced it. I I wasn't disruptive or anything, but I, I remember when. When I started at secondary school, uh, my mom had a meeting with the head of, uh, uh, they called it SCN, Special Educational Needs, which is, which is a term that I hate, by the way. I don't, I don't agree with that term. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, our needs aren't special, they're just needs. Yeah. That, that's, that, that's the way I see it. Um, but yeah, like she was telling my mom, like, um, so the head of SEN, she was telling my mom like, "Oh, your son can't do, can't do French. He can't do this. He can't do that." Like, and and my mom just turned to it's her crazy, and, it's crazy, and, and said, "Like, you're judging my son's intelligence before you've even met him. Like, what? How can you do that? Like, that is so wrong. I mean, I mean, well, she can." Uh, she can uh, go and eat her words because I've now got a first class degree. Uh, I don't know what she's doing, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like to, I don't like to show off normally, but I think, I think in this case, uh, it's, it's warranted. So <laughs> absolutely, yeah, man. <laughs> and I, I, to be honest, I would love to bump into some of my teachers that I went to school with because uh, I'm not saying like I'm massively successful, but I'm doing very rewarding work anyway at the moment. What I'm doing. So um, I would love to maybe speak to some of the teachers and just maybe 
tell them that like some of the stuff they said to me potentially held me back a little bit um because it yeah, does no, like, as you said it, it, I, it sticks it sticks with you like i was told i was stupid like, i remember a teacher physically saying you're stupid like you 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 can't you can't learn like you just we can't teach you and uh i just remember that just i just okay i'm stupid i'm dumb i can't <laughs> that's fine like that's my excuse now why i can't do anything but yeah, yeah, as, exactly. a, as, as, a, as a sort of left school and i found different ways to learn so i learned better through listening and watching like i love listening to podcasts like i was looking at my um they've done the uh, year in review on spotify yeah, yeah, yeah. oh i've racked up some hours <laughs> i've racked up some hours like on my spotify yeah just through podcasts really and uh obviously I run, I run classes as well so i spend a lot of time listening to music but uh yeah like i learned through podcasts learn through um going to courses watching people talking with people um but I, I couldn't really get on with books like even now i struggle to sit and really sort of but delegate yeah, man, any time that, to that, that's the thing like learning everyone learns differently and 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 that's why I think I think the school system is bad in the sense that it's it's kind of very rigid, which doesn't really work in mm. in, in a lot of cases. Um, so yeah, I, I mean it's the same. I used to hate languages in school, um, you know, because it was too rigid. But um, and I never liked French. I was always I was always attracted to like east asian languages um because mm -hmm. um but like and now i'm learning japanese I, I love it so what one you have to love it and two you've got you've got to figure out like a way of learning that that suits you but mm. you don't you don't really have the opportunity to do that when mm. you're in school because you are you have to go through certain ways Mm. oh definitely definitely yeah. um, one of the things that was quite crazy with me is uh I so there's a college I wanted to go to I, I actually wanted to study music myself so um, I wanted to go and study at this college and uh, I remember going for the interview and I sat down after school and I said like this is what I want to do blah 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 blah, blah. he went can I see your grades I was like okay sure I showed, showed them the grades English math science all very very bad <laughs> well no they wasn't up to scratch anyway put it that way and I remember him saying like you can't study here you can't um, because you haven't got these these this criteria. I was like, I, I want to do music, man. I, I, do I really need these grades for music? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay. So I ended up going to a different college and studying a different subject. Um, but I remember now, four years later, I actually got a job in that college that I applied to and I was working in there for six years. <laughs> so it was quite crazy. I couldn't yeah, study there, like, yeah, but I worked yeah. there for six years. <laughs> the irony of that, eh? The irony of it, yeah. I actually went and got a job in that college for six years. Um, and now I still teach. I uh, Obviously, I, I teach with like personal training and stuff, but I also teach courses. So I run um, personal training courses and teach other personal trainers to become a personal trainer. Um and uh, I'm looking at developing my own course for all movement as well in, in regards to sort of giving other uh, coaches the, the, the ability to teach people um, with disabilities. Have you, have, um, have you ever thought about, like, I know, I know obviously you want to, like, teach people how to work with people with disabilities, but have, mm -hmm. you, ever, have you ever thought about, um, basically, because I, I want to get my PT qualifications as well. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, have you ever thought about a system where somebody with a disability can learn absolutely to be a PT? Because I'd so, love to do that. 
I'll, I'll, this is this is something I've got uh, under development at the moment. So um, I can teach people with disabilities um, to become a personal trainer. This is something I've put into place already um, for next year because I've got a guy that um, is uh, is in the wheelchair. Um, his name's Callum. He, he trains with me um, regularly for the past year or so, and uh, he wants to become a coach. So at the moment, he's uh, volunteering in the school, uh, working in it. Sorry about the term, an SEN school. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's just what it's called, man. I can't change it. Yeah, no, but no, I agree I, with you. I agree with like, you. Um, I, I, don't worry. I, I don't. I don't get ticked off like when people say it, but I just, I, I just don't agree with it. Yeah, like no, no yeah. it is needs. It's needs. Everyone's needs are different, so um, you should. It should just be called needs. But um, that's what we're here. We're we're making people aware. Um, exactly. So yes, I, I, I can uh, teach uh, a course to someone that's got a disability because what's the difference between me and you? You have cerebral palsy. I don't like. Other than that, that's it. Like you, you are still a normal person. Like you can, you can still learn. As you, you've got more qualifications than me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Higher level than me. Um. So yeah, absolutely. That that is the process. So what I'm, I'm trying to do with what movement as well is I'm trying to create a platform not only for individuals to get their qualifications in disabilities, but also to become personal trainers and then give them a career pathway as well. So this is something I'm developing at the moment. Uh, this a lot of it's going to be online based. So the way I sort of see it running, I won't give away too much in case I don't know someone's listening and wants to steal my idea, but um, the idea would be I would uh, train someone to be a personal trainer. Not necessarily. They can come on to me with their qualifications already. Um, and then they will be sort of uh, developed within alt movements. Um, I don't know. It's not going to be an academy as such, but it'll be like um, an online platform yeah, where yeah. Um, I will create programs for people with uh, upper extremity problems, uh, lower uh, wheelchair users, hip function, uh, neurological, etc., um, which will be basic. And then uh, they'll have the option to work with a, a personal trainer. And how beautiful would this be if they could work with someone with a disability the same as theirs? Or they could work with someone with a disability that really understands them. So that'll be my goal is long term to create um, not only a platform for people with disabilities to train, but a platform for people with disabilities who want to become coaches and deliver them sessions to other people. So listen, dude, if you're interested, let's let's uh, I'll keep you in mind. And this is something we can we can yeah, man, a, a plan of action. I'd I'd love it. I'd love it. <laughs> um, like because even even in the future, because one of my goals in bjj is to become like i want to try and get a black belt which is mm -hmm. which is going to be really really hard but I'm a, I'm a very ambitious guy um like i want to compete i want to try a medal like i want to get um, black belt if i can and Ooh, then along along you, with absolutely that, um along with that i want to uh train people with disabilities in in jiu-jitsu which is which is why it's cool that i'm I'm developing my own style of, of jujitsu because um, mm. that, that's what I want to do in the future. I want to be able to to pass it on because um, because th that's the most important thing is uh, passing on the knowledge that you have. So that, that's it, man. Um, yeah. Like you can make as much money in this in this world as possible, but for what? Like what, what are you going to leave behind? And that's that's ultimately why I wanted to create this. I wanted to leave something behind for other people to to benefit from, you know what I mean? Like to, to yeah. spread that message and spread that inclusivity with, with training. And I, I think that's a beautiful way to look at it, man. Yeah, no, that's why, like when I ran across your page, I was like, oh man, I, I love this guy, man. I love what he does. <laughs> like, cause I, I love to see that. Like, cause all, all, uh, all we need is a bit of encouragement. That's it. Mm. Um, and so when I saw your page, it really, it really put a smile on my face. Cause, because um, 
even for me, like finding a PT was quite like my PT now is great mm -hmm. because because he, he doesn't he doesn't like hold back or, or tell me to lift like super light weights or whatever, like just because I have a disability. Um, but when, when I first started, when I first tried to find a PT, like so the guy would come in and I'd be like, OK, so these are the problems that I have, blah, 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 blah. And then and then I'd say, OK, so I can do I can do 15 kg like bicep bicep curls. And then mm -hmm. and then he'd look at me and be like, he, he gave me like a two kilo weight. And he was like, OK, first try this. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I, I just looked at him like, bro, I just said 15 kilos. <laughs> Why, why are you giving me the two kilo weight? Like, and then I, I even showed him my page. I was like, look, I do jujitsu. Look at this. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of look at, looked at me as if to say, like, he was like really confused. And then it just, it just, it just made the whole encounter like really awkward. Like my, I can bench press my own, but I can pretty much bench press my own body weight. Um, so I, I weigh about 60 kilos and my one, one rep max at the moment is like 58.5. So I'm, so I'm almost there. Almost there. Um, but like, yeah, it, it was just really, because obviously with a lot of exercises, I can't go through the same range of motion that, that a normal person can, but, but I can still go through my range of motion. Hmm. Like, and then, so I'd be doing like, a bench press and because like my I can't fully extend my my arms he, he was just kind of looking at me and and like sighing every time every time <laughs> I did a rep I, I'm like bro what, what are you doing man like like just because I can't do it the same as you that doesn't mean that it's wrong like I you know I, I probably can lift more than like a lot of people can mm. lift I mean even uh Recently, I, um, I managed to do uh, 15 kg like weighted uh, pull-ups on on like the rings. So, nice. So um, yeah, pr I'm pretty pleased with that to be honest. Um, but yeah, like not a lot of people um, can do that. So you can't just look at somebody's range of motion or, or look at your perception of something and instantly apply it to a person. Mm. And and that's why I love my current PT because, like, we we don't mess about. We just we just go for it. Like he, he's pushing me. Like even even when I'm close to failure, like he's still he's still like, come on, like you can do it. Like even even towards the end, if I if I'm doing like half reps, he's like, this is good because he he can still see I'm like I'm like trying and stuff. And and that's the reason like why why i'm so strong it's down to him like, and and his style of training and all the jujitsu stuff that i'm doing like if he was if he was holding back and giving mm. me like light weights and and um you know feeling sorry for me I, I wouldn't be in the position i am today so so yeah that's it and that's all that's all you really want in it someone to to meet you at your level um regardless of who you are whether you're able-bodied or got a disability or anything and it's and it's pushing past that. But obviously, as you said, you get that reluctancy with some coaches sort of like, oh, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, oh, 15 kilos. Oh, you might break your arm or something. Yeah, try these, try yeah, these. Yeah, yeah. 
two kilos. Paperweights they are. That's what we call them in the gym. Paperweights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it. Exactly. Like, and and don't get me wrong. Like when I first started going to the gym, because I start first started going to the gym full time about mm-hmm. two years ago. It was like September two thousand and nineteen. Um, and when I first started going to the gym, I had to start on like really low weights. And, and it's something that really used to bug me, like, to be honest, because I, I had to start on lower weights than the average person. So even, mm. even with dumbbells, I was, I was like curling uh, three kilo dumbbells and I was struggling. Um, but now I always tell people it's, it's about the journey. It's, it's, it's not about where you start. Like all my mates have seen it. They, mm. They're like, your strength is ridiculous now. <laughs> compared to like when, when when you start so that's what why i always try and encourage people like when when they're down about the gym because even even my mates like when they first started at the gym you know you're insecure because you go go in there and there are like some jacked up like beefy guys in there and you're just there like doing your, your thing but it's it's not about the start it's about the journey and mm. your progress Enjoy enjoy like, the process. That's what I say to yeah, people. Yeah. People get caught, too, caught, too caught up in that sort of end goal and like, look, uh, I want to look this way or I want to be able to do this. And, and because you can't instantly go into the gym and do one workout and come out and go, oh, I'm jacked mm-hmm. now. Um, it's enjoying that process, man. Enjoy Enjoy getting up early. Enjoy going and doing a workout where you can't, the only voice in your head is telling you to stop. And you're like, no, no, you can't stop. You can't stop. And then you know the days when you're so sore from training like enjoy all of these moments and then all of a sudden like you will look around one day and go holy crap like it's working yeah (laughs) the way i normally see that is if uh i don't know like i hit a a bigger lift or i might go and try it like i tried a t-shirt on the other day i haven't worn for a little while and i was like oh man this is a bit snug (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) Exactly, a bit yeah. snug. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. On the shoulders, not too bad actually. Uh, yeah, it's all right. yeah, yeah. But it's like little things like that. That's when you like the noticing you notice these things are, are making a difference when you are a bit further down the line. But it's just enjoying that little bit in the middle. Enjoy the little bit in the middle. Enjoy exactly. the struggle. Like, even with me, when I when I took a picture like recently, I don't know, I don't know if you've seen it, but you can you can basically um kind of see like my abs. I can see mm-hmm. my abs now. And and I've always been insecure about like the way my body looks, but mm-hmm. but when I saw that picture, it was one of the first times where I, where I, where I turned around and I was like, you know what, like I'm actually kind of happy with with my body now, like mm. like and and that was a big moment for me because because um, like obviously it's taken me a long time to get here and like be comfortable in my own skin and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was just so satisfying, like in a weird way, to, to just be mm. like, like I'm happy with it now. Um, let, let's let's keep on working. But like, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's, yeah. It's, that, it's, that, it's that rewarding it to show that um, all that hard work has paid off. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's even, but that's the thing. It's about. It's not necessarily about the big rewards. Any any reward is a good reward. Mm. Whether, whether that's like, whether that's like on a certain day you're not bothered yet you still, you still go up and 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 do a workout. That that's that's a reward in itself. But but 
but you've you've got to learn to appreciate these things. Mm. Oh, for sure, man, for sure. Um, so you spoke a little bit about um looking at getting sponsorship. I, I think this was uh prior to our conversation when yeah. we started recording. Um, you're looking at becoming a sponsored athlete, so you're you're pretty serious about this. Like you want to be a competitive like. You want to be competitive in martial arts, man. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do, I do. Um, like I, I just love to train. Mm. Um, and and one of the biggest beliefs that I have is that if you can, you should try and get get or make money out of doing what you love because because mm. when when you do that, you're more productive. And when you're more productive, like the earnings are likely to come with it. So, so my thing has always been, rather than being in a job where I get paid a ton of money and not enjoy myself, I, I'd rather do something that I enjoy and make money. So I would, I would love to be in a position where I'm basically getting paid to train. Yeah, <laughs> we're, 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 dude, become we're, a PT. That's what I do. Like, whether whether, whether that train. be like um, training myself or like training other people, mm. um, you know, like I'd I'd love to do that. I'd I'd love to be. I know that there there are a few sponsored athletes in in the US. Like, um, I recently had one follow me. Um, she's called like Steph the Hammer, I think. Um, and she's um she's quite big in the cp community because she is an uh, athlete with cerebral palsy who trains other people with disabilities what's steph the hammer yeah um just making yeah. a note of that <laughs> yeah um so no she's really cool man and w- when she followed me i was i was really buzzing. surprised <laughs> I, was, I was buzzing um but yeah like you know, and, and I don't think there are many um, sponsored uh, uh, athletes with disabilities out there, especially with with like big brands. So mm. I'd like to be the one to break that if I can. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. I know um, he's not necessarily an athlete, but he does. A, it's it's a guy called uh, his Instagram handle CP Truths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, he's, he's quite yeah. He's quite I big love that the, guy. He's quite I big within the um, within the CP community and. Uh, uh, he, he does some stuff with my protein as well. I definitely yeah, know that. So my protein and um, I mean I've I've got a few sponsors um, at the moment, um, mm-hmm. but but they're not like big brands or anything. But I mean it's it's always good to start somewhere. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. But yeah, my I mean my sponsors are great. One of the sponsors I have here, so I'm actually sponsored by the physio place that I go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do cryotherapy over there as well. Oh, cool. Um, I'd love to try that. I'd love to try so, that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you're ever down, like, in the London area and, and you want you want um, some, to try some cryotherapy, then uh, let me know. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm well interested. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's great, man. It's great. Um, it's, um, it's an awesome place, awesome people. So if anyone has any niggles or anything... Um, so the place is called a QR unit. They're on, they're on uh, Instagram as well. Um, I'm making all these notes. Don't worry, bud. <laughs> so yeah, no, nah, they're great. They're great. Come and come and get yourself frozen. It's really good. Uh, so how have you? 
have you found yourself with uh, in regards to benefiting from cryotherapy? Because um, for myself, I do cold showers. So I often get under the shower when it's icy um, cold. Like, um, obviously, my, I do physio beforehand as well. So, mm-hmm. like, the combination is great. Um, and actually, recently, I haven't been able to use the cryo chamber because, um, because of the fact that um, basically... Um, because it takes me longer to get in mm-hmm. uh, when we open the door like because of that length of time it messes with the the temperature on the inside right okay um but um but when when i used to use it um it was really good like um it it really helps like the thing that i noticed the most obviously is great with like recovery and and stuff like that but it really really helps your quality of sleep mm. that, that that is the biggest thing i noticed like it it gives you a crash but it's it's like a gradual crash mm-hmm. and and it's like a crash where you just kind of feel very relaxed and like you want to go to sleep but in a good way like if mm-hmm. that makes any sense but <laughs> but it's it's really good like um i highly recommend it it's, it's really really good yeah i've never tried one as i say i've, I've used uh, cold showers and ice dips and stuff have you done any ice dips or cold showers um i've done ice dips before yeah yeah uh, do you see uh, a difference in the benefits from either of them um i i think i think um the cryo chamber is probably better because like you can regulate the temperature a bit more and mm-hmm. and and things like that. Um, also, uh, fun fact about our cryo chamber is that you can uh, blast out the tunes while you're in there as well. We've got <laughs> we got we got a Bluetooth speaker, so you can oh you can nice have, have have a little have a little dance in there to keep warm as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's brilliant, man. Nice, man. Nice. Um, so how long have you been sort of like putting yourself out there on social media? Because I've, I've, I've followed your page for a little while, to be honest with you. Like, I think you followed me sort of mid this year. Or did, okay. we, we followed one of, one of us followed someone first. I can't remember. Yeah, I no, first, so I, I, think, I think I, I followed you first. Um, yeah, yeah. Because so there, I've are, seen... there are oh, a few guys in the, um, in the disabled <laughs> community that I follow who follow you as well. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. Like one of them is called uh, NQPC, like Charlie. Uh, yeah, so um, he he's, he's 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 local. He's not local to me, but he's literally across the water, um, over in Kent, and uh, he knows a few of the guys that are trained. So yeah, but he's uh, he's he's getting quite big on Instagram. He's getting a fair few views on. Yeah, his no, he's he's a he's a great guy, Charlie. Like I'm I'm in contact with him. You are uh, quite a lot because, like, um, the severity of CP that we have is very very similar mm. um so like i'm always like we're always giving each other tips and tricks on how to do things and like um i, I told him like look come let's uh let's film like a bjj video like come down to our dojo I'll, I'll teach you some things like put a video up let's let's create some content man and he was like yeah let's let's do it man so well, that's what we're planning to do. But yeah, he's a he's a great guy, and I th- I think he was following you, and then and then I I um or I think he shared one of your like reels or something. 
Okay. On his story, and then I clicked on it, and I was like, "Oh, muscle ups, okay. I want to do that as well. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me check this guy out and see what he's doing. Maybe I can get some tips." But nah, man, I love your page. Honestly, um, when when I when I see it, it always it always puts a smile on my face because I can tell as well that you you don't mess around and and you try and uh, kind of um. Uh, push everyone that you're training with, which which is what you want, and 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 that's and and I love to see that as well. So so like, oh, listen, man, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have it any I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't um, try and treat anyone differently. It was literally a case of right, and that's the first thing I'll do. I'll say to my client that like, anyone that's on boarding, I'll say like, what can you do? Can you do this? Can you? Because like nine times out of ten, someone with a disability will know what their capabilities are. So you can just say like, can you do this? Can you do that? Yeah, fantastic. Okay, let's have a go. Yeah, like even even so, there was a reel you put up recently, I think, where a guy was like, so he was on on like a box doing squats, where he was like holding like a medicine ball as well. Oh, uh, pretty, yeah, 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 and and I've actually started doing that now as well because like sit to stand has always been quite easy for me, but but I've always found it difficult to go from sit to stand when I'm like holding something mm-hmm. like that's always been like really hard for me but um now I can like I only started with a tiny weight but I can mm-hmm. I can pretty much sit to stand with like a uh what I think one and a half kilo weight now so like I've I've uh I've started on the journey man and and the whole reason I started is because I've got an idea from from one of your videos and I was like well I wonder if that can help me and it and it has oh, awesome man oh I'm so, so glad uh, it has yeah I mean that's that's it's a real functional movement like standing up with something in your hand like there's going to be times where you need to do that and uh and not just behind that so with um with uh, this guy in particular he's got a spina bifida so um, one of the issues he has very very tight hamstrings so he, he struggles a lot with um posterior chain engagement or even yeah. um, engaging his glutes in movements so what we're doing essentially by holding that weight out is we're loading the posterior chain during a squat so he's allow is allowing the uh is his posterior chain to activate rather than relying solely on his quads. And that's the idea behind that movement in particular for this individual. However, it, it will translate into, as you said, like um being able to stand up with something in your hand and not losing that balance. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like dude, like I still do that myself. Like I still awkward objects are I'll do like maybe a squat with holding a ball above my head, just like random things, just like putting my body in in the most unbalanced situations I yeah. can in order to develop in different ways. And that's what it's about is having that variation within the training. Um, so yeah, definitely that, that will hundred percent help anyone that's a wheelchair. So are you, uh, you yourself, are you a wheelchair user? Do you use uh, frame? Do you use canes? So, so basically, <laughs> so when I'm, when I'm indoors, I, I can use a frame mm-hmm. uh, and I can even use crutches if I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but for long distance, uh, I use a wheelchair. Yeah. Mm-hmm um and I'm, I'm actually getting a new i'm actually getting a new chair soon um oh, nice. and it's going to be a super lightweight one uh and um i was doing wheelies in the demo chair so when i when i get my chair <laughs> i'm going to be uh going to be doing all sorts of tricks <laughs> so one of my clients just got a new chair recently and uh he, he, he got it without the uh anti-tip bars so he's like i don't want anti-tip i don't want tip bars um, yeah yeah 
I don't want handles. So like you've got all these things taken off to make it as light as possible, but also for that independence, he wanted that independence. He didn't want the anti-tip bars because he didn't want to, it was, it was, it was something for him to feel more in control, if that makes sense. Like he didn't want to feel like he had to have these things in place. Yeah, um, same, same, same for the handles. Same for the handles as well. He didn't want the handles because he got sick of people pushing him. It was like, I know people are trying to help, but like, imagine like he tried. That's why he explains it to people. Imagine like I come behind you and start pushing you around. Like, how would that make you feel? Like, it make you feel a bit. Yeah, like, but, yeah, yeah. I so I got this lightweight chair because, like, over very long distances, I'll, I'll still need uh, help. Like when it comes to pushes, but but part of the reason for that is because. Like with my current chair, I can't really do wheelies because of. So where... you mainly want it for wheelies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the the wheelie is like a really important skill. Like if you can if you can master the wheelie, you can basically get around independently because you can get up and down curbs. Like yeah, if you master yeah. the wheel, if you master the wheelie and become really good at it, you can potentially even go downstairs. Um, yeah. So, so it's a very, very fundamental uh, skill. Um, so, yeah, that's why I got got a new chair because it's light art allows me to do wheelies and stuff. Because, um, like in smooth, when the floor is smooth and there's no there's no curbs, I can push myself around all day. Like mm. if I'm in a shopping center or something. So mm. I don't really get tired. Um, and BJJ plays a big part in that because it, it will get you very, very fit, especially when you're when you're doing five to six rounds of sparring, which last about five minutes each round. And people people think that that's not that long, but when when you're going at it, trust me, it's you're gonna uh, be tired. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be tired. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so stamina is not an issue. It's just about learning. The, the will skills and then and then I can go from there basically mm. ah, interesting yeah it, it makes it makes perfect sense yeah now you sort of explain like and we're not going to be in like a perfect like situation every time are we where there's like a perfect floor or a perfect ramp or all these other bits and pieces so yeah absolutely like a skill like that even though yeah people think you know he's just doing a wheelie like that carries over to so many different functionalities yeah, plus I, well. I think i think if people see me going up and down <laughs> the stairs in a chair it's gonna it's gonna cause a few shocks which is which is what i love doing <laughs> man i love i love i love like shocking scaring people. the scaring people he's gonna yeah. fall he's gonna fall oh no he's going yeah, down. Yeah, oh, he knows, yeah. oh, yeah, no, he knows what he's doing <laughs> uh, i'll tell you what when i um when i was going to the gym one time because i'm i'm really strong when it comes to like lap pull downs and stuff. And yeah. at the time when I was going to the gym, I was doing a 70 kilo uh, lap pull downs, which is which is quite a lot. And uh, this massive guy, like big guy, because I'm not that big. Like I'm I'm quite lean now, and I'm I'm bigger than I used to be, but but I'm not massive. Um, mm -hmm. This massive guy like comes up to me and my dad, and and looks at the machine like and uh and looks at me and then he's like to my dad oh like that weight's too heavy you need to put the weight down and and then my dad looks at him and he's like oh like i know what i'm doing and this guy he's my son like what, what are you want about 
So I do my reps and he's just looking in shock at how I'm doing this weight. Then I get off, he gets on the machine and he can't pull the weight. And then he's just holding onto the bar and looking back at me while trying to pull the bar down. And he just, and he just can't. And then he finally had to put the weight back like down. <laughs> and you could just tell, like, I, I, I think I'd burst his ego. Oh, you've done it, man. That's it. He's, he's like, put the gym. He's gone and chucked all his supplements in the bin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. Ca- he's cancelled his subscription to Men's Health. That's it, done. He's done. <laughs> he's finished. Um, yeah, no, you, you're always going to get that in the gym, to be fair. You're always going to get someone sort of uh, coming up, sort of like, no, no, not in a bad way, but giving like advice. I've been in the gym before and I've had people like, come up to me like with I don't want to say less experience than myself but you know I've been doing this job for 10 plus years now so I've had someone coming up and I've not said that I'm a PT or I'm a coach or anything but trying to give me advice on stuff and I'm like cool yeah 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 yeah, cool (laughs) sweet okay I'll listen to you I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you to piss off or anything but (laughs) so I think you're always gonna get that um so you mentioned like you're looking at doing competitions have you done any competitions yet uh no no I haven't no um no, I haven't, but it's uh I definitely want to compete and um and all my all my all my jiu-jitsu coaches think that I have I have the capability to really surprise people because mm. you know uh, like they're not gonna know what to expect. So yeah, I know I know that there's a there's a massive, massive uh para jiu-jitsu competition that is held in Abu Dhabi. Um okay. And my coach uh, definitely wants me to enter that one because he says that they they take care of you so so well. Like mm. in that competition, um, it's a completely separate competition to the uh, able-bodied fighters, and like it's it's set up like any other competition. Like they really take care of the athletes. Um, it's really well run, apparently. So he he definitely wants me to to enter that one. Um, and, uh, one of my other coaches, he asked me like, oh, are you, because I've been sent videos of like an amputee competing against, you know, an able-bodied person. Uh, so as a result of that, one of my other coaches, he asked me like, are you scared? Are you scared of, would you fight able-bodied people as well? I said, said, let's go, man. Let's go. I'm not. I'm not intimidated. That, that that's the thing about me. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm quite. I'm very determined and I'm very like headstrong. So. Mm-hmm. So you know, I said, like I'll fight anyone. I don't. I don't mind whether they're able-bodied. Like <laughs> I'll uh, fight any man. I'll fight any man. Able-bodied. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> fight anyone. So so I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna enter a mix of competitions. To be honest, um, and you know even. Even if I lose, uh, I won't have any regrets because I'm going to train as hard as I can and I'm going to yeah, go listen, there man, to win. There's no, there's no losses, there's no failures, there's only lessons and, and you're learning. So that's the way you Yeah, well, well, yeah, especially in jiu-jitsu because you, you get your butt kicked. So you, you learn that pretty quickly. There's Because uh, <laughs> if you see it as uh, a failure, then people just tend to quit quite early on because mm. like as a white belt you get submitted over and over and over and over again 
Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's just part of that's part of the parcel though, man. That's part of the uh the whole thing of going into it is like you've got to get your ass handed to a few times. Yeah, let yeah, exactly. them know you're serious, and then all of a sudden one day, bam, you'll win one, then you'll yeah, win yeah. another, then you'll win another. And it's all about that consistency. And it's very easy to it's easy to do stuff when it's when it when when the times are going good, but when it's not going your way, that's that's when it really tests people. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um I, I couldn't agree more with that. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna enter a mix of uh a mix of competitions, man. Hmm. Um, so both against able-bodied people and uh, and disabled people, um, and I, I, very, I very much look forward to it, dude. It's it's gonna be really really listen, good. Listen, listen, man. If you've got any any competitions coming up local, I'll definitely be there. If I can make it, I'll come and watch you fight, man. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll, I'll have a big I'll, I'll have a big billboard, a big sign. I'll be your biggest fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely message you if it's local. I'll message you, and even if it's not, a lot of these uh, things have like YouTube links and. Hmm. Oh, it's all, all it's all stuff. it's all online now. Zoom, everything online now. Yeah, it? yeah, so and, and then we'll, we'll definitely get some videos and some footage. So um, I will uh, I will send it over to you. I'm I'm actually going to be featured in a little uh, youtube documentary as well uh, in oh yeah year. yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic oh please uh, yeah send that to me as well i'll share that uh, and everything yeah so. yeah no it's it's gonna be so it's a documentary on because uh, a lot of people with disabilities do uh jujitsu mm-hmm. um and obviously I, I said we have a saying in jujitsu that jujitsu is for everyone mm-hmm. so it's, it's basically a documentary to highlight this so so they interviewed uh, people with different disabilities around the UK uh, and their coaches, uh, and they got footage of uh, well, they got footage of me like sparring and training, and <laughs> so I'm assuming they, they got the same footage for everyone else. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, when that's out, like, I'll I'll, uh, I'll share the link out, dude. Oh man, I'll be very interested to see that. Um, listen, Ali, man, you've been you've been great. I, I'm really interested to see some of the stuff you're uh, you're going to be doing in the future. And uh, as I said, I'm true to my word, man. If you're local or if I can, I'll definitely come and see. And we spoke about some stuff anyway, so we'll um, we'll have to we'll have to arrange some stuff. You can come and train down at the gym. Um, in yeah, the no, well I, I, I'd love it, man. I'm I'm always <laughs> I'm always ready for a training session, man. You you don't have to ask me. So yeah, <laughs> up, really, you probably you probably teach me a thing or two. I'm kind of reluctant to uh, challenge you to a lot. Uh, a BJJ because I thought like you just absolutely choke me out and make me look pathetic in my <laughs> So let's not suggest that one just yet. <laughs> not, not yet, not yet. Maybe, maybe, maybe come down and uh, and train at our academy one time. Listen, as man, well. yeah, I'll be up for that as well, dude. I'll be up for that. Listen, man, thank you so much for coming on today. Really appreciate your time. Um, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And uh, yeah, like, dude, once you've done some competitions, let's get you back on there. Let's talk about that again. I'd love to uh, share some more of your stories with our listeners. Yeah, nah, man. F- thanks for having me on. It was a, it was a pleasure to be on. I, I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, like, if you ever need my help in the, in the future with with uh, anything that you do, if the, if there's anything that you can I can do to help, then uh, please, 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 like, let me know as well. I'm <laughs> be careful saying that, dude, because I will take you up on that. <laughs> yeah, nah, don't worry. I'm 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 always ready, bro. So yeah, thanks for having me on, bro. Appreciate. Excellent. It. Cheers, Ali. Take care, buddy. Have a great Take day, care. man.